This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, welcome back. Hour number three, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. A couple of you are on hold. Wait, and Charlie will get right to you here in a moment. Scott Angel, though, joining us now. Scott, welcome. How are you, sir? Good to hear your voice, John. You know, it's been two and a half months since we last spoke, and tell you what, these gas prices are driving Americans crazy. Especially this Labor Day week, and there's a lot of folks that will be traveling. In fact, Scott, I, I, most people don't know this, but I might as well announce it. I am not going to do the show tomorrow. I live on the west side of town, and getting west on a Friday night prior to Labor Day isn't worth the energy, effort, and time. I don't want to be stuck in traffic most of the evening on the way home, so I'm going to let Andy run the show tomorrow. And bottom line, I'm not going to fight it because there's going to be a lot of people on the road just like you're mentioning. Well, Andy's got some big shoes to fill, but we'll give him a chance. And I, I hear what you, I hear what you're saying. And look, it, it, it really, it's it's unbelievable what's happening. The national, uh, you know, current current price of natural gas is sixty cents higher than it was at the beginning of the year. Hmm. And Americans are just getting to the point where between food inflation and energy inflation, I'm not so sure uh, they can make ends meet. And and we we know those those stories. You just listen to the shoppers. And, and, John, one of the things that, you know, I think folks need to know is that about 40 percent of the food inflation is caused by energy right. inflation. That's right. We, we, could do a whole, we could do a whole lot for our country if we got serious about domestic energy policy. What's it going to take to make that happen? And, and there's a lot of folks out there, Scott, and I, I, I call them naysayers because I don't think they, they – they'll claim to be insiders in the industry, but, you know, they've got their own agenda and different things they're trying to push and promote and – they make you know all sorts of excuses as to what this current administration is doing, i.e. this administration is doing more to invest in R&D for oil and gas and this, that, and the other. And, Scott, I, again, you're from you know U.S. energy workers. You know more about this than I do. I don't see it that way. Yeah, you know, I, I don't either, John. And, and it's a, this is an incredibly unforced policy area, era on America. Uh, we, we can do better, and it starts with really just kind of – I think valuing and understanding how much energy affects our economy. Mm-hmm. You heard me say it before. I'll say it every time I'm on the show. We've had six recessions from 1973 to 2019. Each one of those recessions have been preceded by a spike in energy prices, as goes America's access right. to affordable energy in this modern economy. So goes so goes our our, our economy, right? And so it, it's really unfortunate and. From my standpoint, what needs to first of all happen is a realization that we need affordable energy. And now, look, don't take my word for it. While 
President Biden asked candidate Biden, said that he would shut down drilling on the first day of his mm-hmm. administration. That's what he said. He did. Reported that on, he reported that on CNN. Yep. And then here, here recently, at the, the last State of the Union message, I think in February of this year, he, he came out and said that he recognized that we're going to need oil for the next decade and beyond. Uh, and, you know, that, that was, a, that was a, a pivot, if you would, in words. It wasn't necessarily a pivot. We haven't seen that pivot in policy. And, and the best way to help the American people is to make sure that we are accessing our domestic resources versus OPEC. And let me tell you why. Look, what this administration is doing, clearly they're doing it in the name of the environment. But the science doesn't match. The science is very clear that the USA energy worker and the USA energy regulations are so much better that we actually do better for the planet when we produce more American oil and less foreign oil. Your your listeners would be excited to know this or perhaps shocked that 75% of the oil that we import into America has a higher carbon intensity rate than the oil that we get from the Gulf Mm. of Mexico. But this this administration decided to shut down leasing in the Gulf of Mexico. So it's hard to understand, and it's not connected to, to, to reality. And, John, there's another issue coming. We'll talk about it maybe at another show beyond Labor Day. But our dependency on Chinese China for rare earth minerals to produce the, the, the parts that we need for electric vehicles is coming to a zip code near you. Before it's done, you are going to see this country so highly leveraged. And you remember what it was in 2021 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when we got highly leveraged on micro semiconductor chips for the powerful American automobile industry. So right. it, it, we have a we, we, we have a really disconnected energy policy, and your listeners are going to feel it on Labor Day, and some of them are going to just say, you know what, I can't. I can't right. afford it. Eric. That's you right. Know, you're right. No, I, no, you're right. I saw, I saw something. I saw some, John, just real quick. I saw something in Colorado. You know, the, the average regular price in Colorado by AAA is up is up to three ninety seven. And That's I saw right. some counties, some 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 counties and I did some research, it's as high as five dollars and thirty two cents a gallon. That's just incredible. Uh, some of our mountain towns, yes, that is correct. You are spot on, Scott. Cannot argue that one. Yep, right on the money. And so what's happening when we take a look at what's driving these things and mm-hmm. the results of them and how it affects the consumer, right? Uh, we sell more cars when we have affordable energy. You're we right. build more homes when we have That's affordable right. energy. And food inflation is lower, right? Yep. So overall inflation is out of control, and I believe that the policy that we need for this country is to, first of all, understand and, and recognize, look, I believe that this generation of Americans understands that we need to do something uh, to improve our environment. I also believe that America can do two things at one time, and we can improve mm-hmm. the environment without wrecking the economy. Agree. And that is to turn to domestic energy. So we wanted to share that with you listeners, and we certainly ask you listeners to visit us at usaenergyworkers.com. Join us. All we're trying to do is elevate and celebrate the contributions of our energy workers. Why? Help us help you. We realize that Americans are hurting. We want to do more. We need to be unleashed. we tied up right now by this administration. And there's so much more. And look, Colorado has a long, distinguished history. So does my home state, Louisiana. We want to do more. USA Energy Workers are prepared to do it. We want to lower the pain at the pump and tame inflation. Scott, how do folks find you, sir? USAenergyworkers.com. Check us out. Sign the petition. Let us know what you think. Nonpartisan, nonpolitical. Affordable energy is a red, white, and blue issue. Amen. It's not red. Or blue. It's for all of us. We all That's need right. it, John. I agree. 
Okay, bud. Scott, appreciate you, man. Have a great Labor Day, sir. Appreciate you very much. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Have a great weekend. Geno's Auto Service. Speaking of EVs and all the things we did a little earlier, which I was reminded by one of my good friends, uh, that they take special body shops, collision centers as well, if you have any issues. A regular collision center is not equipped to work on EVs either. That's a whole nother world as well. So we'll be right back, though. Geno's Auto Service. Make sure you find Geno's online at genosautoservice.com, and Geno starts with a J. Geno's Auto Service is promoting a smooth ride with special savings on struts. Your struts play a big part in the handling of your vehicle and the comfort in your ride. This month, purchase two Napa Quick Struts and earn a $50 prepaid Visa card. Purchase four Napa Quick Struts and you'll receive a $150 prepaid Visa card. Updating and replacing struts are important to the structure holding your tires, the brakes, and steering system. Geno's is celebrating 40 years in business, serving Colorado families in Littleton. We back up our work with Napa's nationwide 36-month, 36,000 miles peace of mind warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Enjoy a smooth ride and get either a $50 or $150 prepaid Visa card with a new strut purchase. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. That's Geno's with a J. Visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Veteran Windows Indoors today, your last day for the 40% off. Call Dave. I'm sure he would work with you on that, even though he may not be able to come out and see you until next week or maybe tomorrow. Talk to him and see what he'll do for you. 303-529-0720. Veteran Windows and Doors actually educates their customers so they know exactly what their codes are. All of their products are rated to exceed those codes and maximize the return on your investment. Everyone claims to make the best windows and doors, but Veterans knows that every window and door has to be tested for how efficient it truly is. Owner Dave Bancroft will tell you the energy efficiency ratings have to be clearly labeled on your windows and doors when you receive them at your home. If the windows and doors are not Energy Star certified or do not meet your local energy codes, the windows will not earn you any rebates, credits, or energy savings. Window and door replacement is a great investment in your home. However, if they aren't properly rated for efficiency, you are just throwing your money out the window. No pressure, no upsell, just plain facts, so you can make the best decision for your home. Get 40% off labor and material costs for the month of August with Veteran Windows and Doors by visiting klzradio.com window. Group Insurance Annals, we talked to insurance earlier on EVs, and yes, they can help you with all of that as well. Any questions you might have on any insurance need at all, home, auto, business, health, e-gia.com is the place to go. Finding the right home and auto insurance can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. You need an expert in home and auto insurance to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance, and his team of home and auto insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service that you don't get with a call center or online. Whether it is your home, auto classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. 
Get more without paying more. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right. We are back. And yeah, I want to make sure I added to our last EV, you know, discussion for that entire hour. And yeah, good friend of mine uh, does all my pinstriping, Louie. Reminded me that a lot of the collision centers and places that he goes into, they, not all of them, work on EVs. It's sort of like the F-150s and some of the aluminum bodies and so on. Not every collision center is set up for that. So that's a whole other topic that I can probably get into maybe on drive radio at some point because that's a whole other discussion relating to EVs as well. Bill, what's going on today? Hey, just a quick question. When I was talking to you about, you know, you you told me I should – trade my Colorado one and get the new one because they fixed everything up. But And you told me to get the uh, performance, I might be saying the wrong words, the performance tune from the factory. I can't find anybody to tell me what that means. So the way that works, Bill, is they give you two different standard options on the engine as far as the base model. Now, the, the ZR2 already comes with everything in it in the performance side that you need. Uh, I believe the Z71s come with that engine, but the dealer has to do a software upgrade to give you the additional, I think it's 25 horsepower that is available. If you do the base engine, there is no upgrade available. Now, that is all I've read. I have not been to a dealer specific to ask them all the details, but that's everything I've read and I understand that's how it works, Bill. Okay, okay, because that's about that's the same answer I'm getting. And then, then I just by going on YouTube and stuff. There's a third Colorado. There's the ZR2, the Z71, and what the heck is the third one? There? There's a Trail that's Boss also. Which one? The Trail Boss, which is in between the Z71 and the ZR2. The Trail Boss. Now, does the Trail Boss have a lift like the ZR2? A, a two-inch instead of a three-inch, I believe, is what it comes. And, and I'm doing this from memory, Bill, so don't quote me, but I think that's the difference. i got to stick with the 71 because my I can't. The lift kills me. Yeah, I, yeah. well, I'm not, getting, I'm not getting any younger either, so I hear you there. I got a full-time catheter, and trust me, that doesn't make it. Yeah, that makes it really difficult, I'll bet. One time when I went to the doctor's, they, some guy, some guy parked right next to my door. Yeah. Squeeze in. That makes it tough. I had to go back to the hospital that night to get it re-put in. Wow. That make yeah. And, and again, I I'm looking, trying to look as quickly as I can. I believe the Trail Boss is a two-inch standard lift, and I think the the uh, the Z sorry the ZR2 I think is three. I think it's two and three. Now it didn't used to be that way. That's the one thing that they did differently on. The uh, on the uh, the new ZR2s is an, it's an inch taller. The tires are a little bit bigger as well, and it's 310 horsepower standard on the. So it's available on the trail. Sorry, standard on the Trail Boss, standard on the Z71, and standard on the ZR2. But you can up that. Uh, again, I believe they can up that with the software programming we were just talking about a moment ago. And then they eliminated the diesel, huh? There is, yeah. In my case, there's no more diesel. That's the down, yeah, it is what it is. That's the downside to it. For me, it's a downside. At the price of diesel now, though, you know, I I still don't get it. I mean, if you got to go, just say so. But, you know, I used to drive back and forth to New York a lot. You know, we used to, we'd go 36 hours nonstop. Gasoline was... 
And now, what, what are you supposed to do? Drive two, three, four hundred miles and sit there for an hour waiting for it to charge back up? Uh, unless they use a, unless you use the fast, you know, the DC fast charging, and you find one that's compatible with your particular vehicle. Yeah, Bill, you're it, on average, depending upon the amperage of the level two charger, you're going to average anywhere from you know, 30 to 50 miles an hour, depending upon what's coming out of the level two charger. And, and then did you hear, I think it was the uh, target down by Sloan's Lake. They, they have a charger system down there. Okay. And someone got mugged while they were charging. Oh, no, no, I did not hear that. No, I did not know that. Well, you're sitting there doing nothing, you know. That doesn't surprise me. They, 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 don't, got, they don't got this. And then plus the... The increase in the price of the car. It, yep. No. No. All, yeah. Everything I said that last hour. Uh, I mean, I could probably keep thinking of more and more things that add to it, Bill. And I was just trying to do a lot of it from. You know, I'd written some things down. Then, as I kept talking, I just kept thinking of things and doing more and more things from memory. And point being, we're not helping those that are less fortunate that are in those situations in the first place by putting them in an EV vehicle at all. Well, and then, plus, we could thank Obama for it. And then Biden now, because I'm retired, I remember that worked for Excel. He, they shut all the coal burning right. stuff right. down. Yeah, you, you would know firsthand. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, 100%, you know, Bill. Yes. Everything's natural gas, and now the same wink. They used to say there was enough to run on gas for everything, and now now we're running out of it. Right. <sighs> and I did look. The Trail Boss 2-inch ZR, ZR2 is 3, so I was correct on that. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot. You're very welcome, Bill. Great questions and comments back on the EVs. And I honestly didn't didn't plan on spending uh, an entire hour that last hour talking about EVs. But the more I got to talking about it and the more we got to rolling along and then Charlie started throwing some things at me that kept feeding it and it just kept snowballing. And the more I thought about it, I'm, I just it's just it's the biggest I'm going to call it what it is, the biggest crime against low-income individuals here in the state of Colorado, I think you could ever do. And yes, I mean that sincerely, folks. We are not going to help them one ounce when it's all said and done. Also, uh, didn't consider, oh yeah, they, yeah, thank you, Charlie. The EV's on your electric bill as well. Yes, you're not going to buy gas, but you're going to buy electricity. And depending upon when you're charging and whether you've got a smart meter and whether you're using time of use on your bill and so on, yes, you're going to pay to still drive that vehicle. It's not free. And it will go up in, thank you, Charlie, yes, it will be going up in price as well. What will gas do? That varies. Honestly, if you look at the you know inflation and where we're at buying a gallon of gas today, even though it's fairly expensive, if you look at it as far as inflation goes, it's actually not bad. Electricity is much higher than it's been. I really do feel, and we talked about this in the last hour, that this is, again, it's it's victimization of the poor, by the way. And on top of that, I shouldn't say poor. I mean, if you're making $65,000 a year, you're not poor. You're not homeless. You're not on the edge of the street. But in this area, you're spending every single dime you make to live at 65000 that's the minimum. I mean, or that's the maximum you can make and still be approved for this particular program. And we're, it's just victimization of those individuals. We're not helping them at the end of the day. But, but again, folks, remember, government, 
wants to tell you that an EV is cheap and easy to own. Ask Kamala Harris. She'll tell you. Cheap and easy to use. It's not, of course, after everything I went through this past hour, it it proves that they're not cheap and they're honestly also not easy. If you look at everything I talked about this last hour and you pile all that together, there's really nothing easy about them. It gets more and more expensive the farther down that list I went, the worse it got. So we're, we're really, again, at the end of the day, we're, we're praying on those that are less fortunate. We're not trying to help lift them up at all. We're actually going to drive them down further. You're going to end up with people that participate in this, that can't afford it, that are going to wind up with no transportation at the end of the day, and they don't even realize it. Nowhere in that article did it talk about what's it take to put a charge station in your house. And as we had callers call in, Dave and and others call in and talk about how if you don't own the home, how does that even work with getting approval from the landlord and who's going to install it and how's that going to work and on and on we go. Do they even have a home? Are they living in an apartment or a condo or something along those lines where there may not even be the ability to have a charge station there? Then what? Now you're running around wherever you can to try to get a charge? And they're not super convenient, as you guys all can see when you're driving around. They're not on every corner like a gas station is. Thank you, Charlie. In a lot of cases, they're broken. You get into some of the areas where you're not in the best parts of town, yeah, they're vandalized. In fact, some I've seen some where they literally walk up with a pair of bolt cutters and they cut the end off because there's value in that charge end. And it's gone. Literally walk up, because as I said in the last hour, those are not activated until the car's plugged in. So that's just a dead cord sitting there. Anybody that wants to can walk up with a pair of wire cutters and cut that end off and go resell it if they want to. And yes, there's, for those of you that don't know, that's probably that full end that plugs in with a, with a long cord on it, 150 bucks. If you were to go buy a new one. Now, can they cut that and go get 50 bucks out of it? All day long. All day long. And that's why they're being stolen. There's real value there because that end and that cord attached to it has value. And yes, somebody can just take the other end, strip that back off, go into a charge unit, reinstall it. It's maybe six, eight inches shorter than it was prior. Big deal. And that's why they're being stolen and vandalized. So thank you, Charlie, for reminding me. They don't all work, by the way. In fact, there's a real issue across the country of what I just said in the fact that a lot of them get vandalized on a ongoing basis. So I've spent enough on that. I can talk more about it on, on Drive Radio here in the future as well. It's a big topic. It's not going away. In fact, I was telling Charlie at, at the top of the hour that I would venture to guess the $1.8 million dollars giving $6,000 out at a time. Some will participate. Some will cheat that system, by the way. Some will find family members that can participate, and then they'll figure out how to get a bigger discount, and it'll get passed on to another family member that maybe has the means to make it all work. So, yeah, there'll be some cheating going on, but I firmly believe that that whole $1.8 million won't get used that quickly because most people, once they start going through the math of what I just said, will say, wait a minute, I can't afford a new car and a payment. 
I, I'm, I'm, barely, I'm barely putting gas in my tank right now. How, how am I going to afford a, at, at the end of the day, even if I trade my car in, how am I going to afford a thirty dollars to $35,000 car? They're not, these people aren't dumb. They'll do the math and figure that out. Besides the fact, if they don't have the $35,000, who's going to finance it for them? And, and in a lot of cases, they won't have the credit to do that either. And if they do, it's going to be at a very high interest rate. You know, 18, 19, 20% to go buy that car. So once again, just more proof that government Democrats don't care about people. If they cared about people, they would do a different program than what they're doing here. I keep saying all the time, and those of you that are on the left listening to me, please hear me when I say this. You don't care about people. If you really cared about people that are in the category that are able to get these vouchers for these EVs, you'd be doing a different program because I have shot holes all over the place. I literally took an M16 to that program in the last hour. Full auto M16 against it. It doesn't work. You're not helping people with that program at all. So those of you who are on the left, you should be ashamed of yourselves. Go back to your lawmakers and say, think again. This isn't the best way to do this. Extreme Auto Repair coming up next. Speaking of cars, repair, all of that. Tires, we talked about the last hour as well. They'll sell you tires at cost. Find Extreme Auto Repair at klzradio.com. Everyone has had a bad experience getting car repairs done. And that's what motivates the team at Extreme Auto Repair. Trust. Extreme wants to build lasting relationships with their clients, so when their ASC master mechanics do inspections, they use a computer program to document the whole process. And if something doesn't seem right, they use a small camera to give you a video of the problem, so you can see for yourself. Extreme Auto Repair is also a pillar in the Parker community. Having established their shop in 1999 in the same location that they use now, Sean and the staff at Extreme built their business on word of mouth, which says a lot about the confidence they inspire in their customers. Another trust indicator is that a large part of their business is built on repairing professional vehicles, ambulances, vans, and buses that can cause damage or even death if they break down. If ambulance services trust Extreme Auto Repair to maintain their vehicles, you should too. So go to klzradio.com slash extreme to schedule your maintenance, repair, or inspection today. All right, High Five Plumbing is next. And uh, great sponsor of ours, and really, whatever you've got going on plumbing-wise, and you may have a slow leak out of a faucet, you may have a drain that's not draining correctly, you may have some funny smells, whatever it is, get those things handled prior to winter and High Five will come right out and take care of you. They've got another location now on the west side of town to really take care of you and be out there quickly. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing will come to you first when you need them the most. You wake up to water spraying everywhere in the middle of the night and you don't know what to do. Thankfully, you realize you're a High Five Plumbing Club member. High Five Club membership costs $1.99 per year, just $16 per month and includes preventive maintenance like an annual drain camera inspection and a water heater flush, a $600 value together, no service fees, and much more. It pays for itself with one visit. You'll also get priority scheduling, so they'll come to you first when you need them the most. High Five knows that yearly maintenance could prevent many of the unexpected calls they go on, and that's why they created the membership, to help customers with these necessary routine tasks that can cost a fortune without it. And with wintertime fast approaching, now is the perfect time to start your membership and prevent those winter problems like bursting pipes and clogged drains and to be ready in an emergency. 
Just call High Five for that today at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing to learn more about the High Five Club. Premier Home Remodels, they want to help you from beginning to end, full transparency, whatever the project is you've been thinking of or maybe are in the middle of and it's not going so well and you're ready to make a change, they can come help you no matter what. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels will help you add more space to your home. There is a growing trend in building additional dwelling units right now. Whether the additional unit is a mother-in-law suite, an outdoor patio, an additional room, or simply just extra space, Premier will guide you expertly through the entire process. Your home will increase in value and there will always be a market for homes with new additional rooms. And when adding an additional dwelling unit, you will always have an open and direct line of communication with the Premier Project Manager. Premier Home Remodels works with an experienced, licensed, and insured network of professionals with over 20 years in their trade. So you know your expansion project will be in good hands, as promised. For your home addition, contact Premier Home Remodels by visiting klzradio.com remodel. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Susan at Premier Manufacturing says, In the two plus years I have been with Premier Manufacturing, my interaction with BES has been nothing but positive. When we have a service issue, they do their best to have someone sent out that same day, and the service people have always been friendly, efficient, and professional. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or have a problem with equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Scott Garlis joining us now. Scott, before we get started, how do folks get a hold of you, sir? Yes, uh, porterandcompanyresearch.com. There's actually an individual publication there I write. It's called Wealth Signals. I also make stock recommendations. but, again, we have a bunch of different product offerings, some free, some paid for. I highly recommend people come and check them out. Awesome. I appreciate that as well. Thanks for joining us. All right. Let's talk about a, a few pieces here of economic data. And it's it, – okay, I saw this this last week, and I thought of you when I was reading it. And and that is, has there ever been – I mean, I know that at times, Scott, data can be revised, and, and we've seen that with other administrations. I get that. Yeah. But it seems like this particular administration, we get numbers that come out, Wall Street kind of reacts, but then a week or two later, we'll get the real numbers that actually really reflect what went on, and they're not exactly what was out a week or two ago. Am I wrong in thinking that? Yeah, yeah well, it's... It certainly feels like that. Um, I, I I do get that sense lately. Uh, you know, and I would go back to and and point to the fact that how BLS actually changed the way they accounted for inflation at the end of last year, True. and you know what what the weightings would be, and you know inflation has has gone down. Um, so you know, yeah, it's uh, sort of it's almost. It doesn't. It doesn't feel right. But what I will say with this is some of the stuff like BLS, uh, being Bureau of Labor Statistics, 
a lot of the numbers they put out there originally are estimates. And it kind of makes you feel like, well, why put an estimate out there? Why not just wait till you have the yeah, real numbers? Yeah, why not just put the real numbers out? Why, why not just do it then? Yes. And the reason I, I, I firmly believe in, in say stuff like that, too, uh, again, what you're pointing to is like, you know, the other day, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about today, and we're talking about maybe what's going on in the jobs market, um, they came out with the job openings data, which is, and the Fed's actually making hard and fast policy, policy decisions on these estimates. Well, the number for June, uh, number for July just came out earlier this week, and they put out the June revision. It was revised lower by 417,000 job openings. That was the biggest revision on mm. record. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, why not just wait another month or two and just put out the hard number instead of doing this? And, you know, the the market is flip-flopping all over the place, uh, and that's, that's hurting people people's financial futures. Yeah, it sure so, is. Um, yeah. All right, I so what do these new good. numbers tell us? Yeah, sure. So um, what we, we had a couple big things come out this week. Um, the first was on, uh, what was it, on Tuesday, I believe it was, the JOLTS number came out, and okay. what the JOLTS number refers to, it's from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and it's the Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey. Um, so the number that came out for July was there are 8.8 million job Um That compares to 9.2 million in, uh, in June. But now when the June numbers originally came out, that number looked like it was 9.6 million. And the reason why we care about this is we have to think about this in terms of job openings versus the number of unemployed people when the BLS puts out its non-farm payroll data. Um, but what that wound up doing was dropping the ratio of job openings compared to unemployed people from 1.65 to 1.5. That means they're, they're, they thought there were 1.65 job openings for unemployed person, but now it's dropped to one and a half. Okay. But to put this in perspective, at the peak back in April of 22, that number was north of two job openings for unemployed person. Hmm. So the Fed was looking at this. And they were saying, you know what, we're not raising interest rates fast enough. We have to go to a 50 basis point or half percent. And then they jumped to a series of three-quarter of a percent uh, rate hikes because of this ratio. So what all this is telling us is that companies aren't as interested in hiring people anymore. So that's why we're seeing this number start to decelerate appreciably. And basically, since April... The number of job openings has dropped by about two million right. jobs. Do you do you That's feel like, and again, I, as an employer, um, I mean, I guess I could chime on this as well. But do you feel like it's because yeah. they've got, you know, other technology, AI? Are they just trimming the fat, realizing, wait a minute, we can do just as much as we were before with less people? I mean, some of that happens anytime there's a a downtick in the economy. You know, companies really start, you know, looking at their one of their bigger costs. By the way, is is labor, as you know, so they start looking at some of those things, saying, okay, what are we going to do to trim the fat? Is it a combination of those two? Is it the fact that they're maybe not doing as much business as they once were, so they just don't need as many people? What are your thoughts? I think it's all of those things combined. Okay. Um, I, I, I do think that, you know, business is slowing down. I think employers are seeing costs go up, so they're trying to employ technology. 
which helps their business run more efficiently with less people. And so that all starts to feed back on itself. Um, and, and so and I think if they figure that out more, business slows down more, they can employ more technology to save more money, it, it starts to just, there's a loop that'll play out. Um, right. So, you yeah. know, another, another piece of the data that came out with that jolts number is the quits rate. Uh, they it was released at the same time, and so what we saw there was the quits rate was 2.3%, and that's the lowest we've seen since uh, we have to go all the way back to, you know, October of 2020, mm. or maybe November of 2020. Mm. So that means people people are feeling less comfortable about their ability just to leave and go find another job. I see. I see. Yeah, that makes that you know that makes sense. Now. What does the Fed now think of all of that? I was reading something this morning where one of the Fed governors was talking about, oh, we're not done yet. We still need to do another rate hike at least and, you know, maybe even more because we want to see things get all the way down to that 2% mark that we're, you know, that we're really banking on. Is the 2% even realistic at this point? You know, I don't think it's realistic in the near term. Um, so the models I've run, uh, if you look at CPI, so what you can do is take there's an index number, you can model out the month-over-month month growth to see what it would look like on a year-over-year basis. The models I've run, if we would grow at 0.2% month-over-month for CPI, mm-hmm. which is what the average has been so far this year, we're going to see inflation tick up to 4% by the end of the year. Mm. Mm. But then... But what's even more interesting about that is it's going to do a big about-face, and if it stays that way, by April we'll have dropped back to 2.6%. And hmm. we, could, we could go even lower. But what's scary about that is that the Federal Reserve could sort of make another mistake and tighten even more yep. late, later this year because that number... How does that play into you know an election year, which typically they want the economy to doing to do better because they don't want? And I know everybody will say, and I don't believe everybody, but a lot of folks will say, "Oh, the Fed's neutral; they don't care about politics." Yeah, you know, uh, you and I both know that there's a lot of backdoor phone calls and things like that that happen. I don't care what anybody says; uh, the White House has a lot more impact on this than anybody. Thanks, and believe me, I, I guarantee you those phone calls are happening because there's there's no way that the that the left wants to give the right that fodder of where interest rates are today, how hard it is to buy a house, how how hard it is to buy a car. On and on we go. There's no way they're going to go into 2024 with that. Well, Fed chairman are politically are they're political appointees, right? And every per every Fed opening that comes up during a president's tenure is a political appointee, but they do have long windows. You know, they can be there for a long time, So, it, it's a, but, the, but the Fed chair is the most important. And, yeah, we want to say it's an apolitical office, but it's just I, I feel like it's almost impossible to be that way. Uh, well, first of all, it's impossible to be apolitical, period, if you're, especially when you've got your, your uh, how should I say, when you're the comptroller of the economy, you can say you're yeah. apolitical all day long. I'm not believing that for a second. Uh Correct. I, I think that's right. That's how I'm going to say it. Well, now, they'll tell you that, and everybody's going to want you to think that, and I've even had other financial folks that come on that'll say, oh, no, no, the Fed's apolitical. You know, they, you know, they don't look at it that way. They don't care what the White House said. Yeah, I call hogwash on that. Yeah, I call, I, I call hogwash on that, too. I mean, supposedly 
you know, the whole reason, reason that Powell got, got nominated and put that job in the first place was because he was buddies with Stephen Nugent. And Nugent went to Trump and said, hey, this guy's a great guy. And right. Trump's like, okay, well, let's, yeah. So, to your point, it, yes. And it, Which, um, again, and I, and I, I know you don't have a crystal ball. I don't either. I yeah. just historically, and I realize that maybe this isn't historical, and, and, and again, you know, keep in mind, um, you could have a guy like Jerome Powell looking at the other side of the aisle saying, you know what, we may have to toughen this out just a little bit longer because we need a big change in the White House because we've got to get spending under control, and if we don't get spending under control, our jobs are really going to be in, in really, really tough as time goes by, so maybe we ought to keep these things up for a little bit to give the other side some fodder. I have no idea what these guys are thinking, by the way. Yeah. That, that's right, and you know, senators and you know, congressmen probably have uh, congresswomen, whatever they they like to have. Nobody better to blame than the Fed, and that's probably why the the government, the Fed, doesn't fall under the complete purvey of the government, but the, the heads are appointed. Right. Um, so that way, it's easy to say it's their fault instead of taking the blame. Yeah. But so there, there's another interesting part. So one okay. of the questions you're asking me about the economy and where the economy is headed going into the election season. There was some other really interesting data that, that came out as well this week. It was from uh, automatic data processors. Now, a lot of people might be familiar with them because they do payroll data right. for a lot ADP. of ADP. Um, yes, that's right. Um, and so they put out their employment numbers for the month of August, and they were saying the U.S. economy only added 177,000 jobs. Hmm. Now, we, we haven't seen a number like that. Well, it, back in March, 142, but that seemed like sort of an aberration. But the, the average over the last year has been 246,200 uh, jobs added per month. So, again, things are slowing. And the, the other big data piece that came out of that was the change in pay for job stayers versus job changers. Okay. Uh, again, job stayers, the, the change in pay is 5.9% year over year, uh, and job changers is 9.5%. That's versus the peak about a year ago where job changers were getting a 16.4% pay increase and job stayers were getting 7.8% pay mm-hmm. increase. So to me, what I, I see here is this is definitely pointing to economic growth slowing down. Right. Right. Agree. And, and, I, and I think, honestly, I think you can see that we're a little insulated here in Colorado. Our economy's doing fairly well, pretty robust, lots of people still moving in. We're a little bit insulated, so sometimes our people here, I think, tend to look at things a little differently because the rest of the country is not doing exactly what we are here. We're very fortunate, by the way, Scott, and that doesn't mean that we're, you know, that we're completely you know, out of the loop and we don't have any, any of this affecting us. We do, you know, gas prices, food prices, all that kind of stuff. But in general, our economy here is pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great thing, right? Not complaining. It's not not when you're a business owner here, I'm not complaining, no. Totally. But there, there are other parts of the country where, yeah, it's, things are definitely slowing down a bit. Um, you know, and I do wonder if maybe some of what we're seeing here is because of Spending other other things and people, maybe the White House has been trying to delay some of the pain. And I think we've talked about this in the past. But by doing that, they're actually they could be pushing that pain out so that it runs right up against the election. Yeah, and true. Potentially, maybe maybe the recession that quote unquote never happened mm. last year that, that it still technically yeah. did. Um, 
but maybe maybe we see that recession happening in the second or third quarter of next year, which, you know, to be honest, if I were the administration or their planners, I would want to get it out of the way now. I would, too. Get that thing get done and over with. Yeah, because doing it right in front of the election is not yep. going to help you get back at all. That's right. That's right. Uh, and really quick, I did look it up because I want to make sure that I was fairly accurate. I just looked up uh, U.S. News and World Report ranks Colorado's yep. economy number three. Oh, that's awesome. So I wasn't too far off in my thought process. Scott, one more time. How do folks get a hold of you? Sure. Stansbury Research. I'm sorry. That was my own company. That's all right. Porter and Company Research.com. All right. Porter and Company. Scott, as always, appreciate it. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Thanks for all you do and the time you take with us each week. I do appreciate it, sir. John, thank you. I greatly enjoy it. You very much. Have a great weekend, Scott. Appreciate you very much. Flesh Law is coming up next. Flesh Law Firm, I should say, 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Beck Law. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is to call him right now at 303 806 8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after the accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. Dr. Scott Faulkner, again, if you want an alternative to the traditional health care system, Dr. Scott is the guy. He wants to make you his patient, take care of you, and you can get in and see him quickly. 303-663-6990. Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Any of you that have garage door issues, we've got a place to call Pops Garage Doors. They'll mobile, of course. They'll come out and see you. They'll take care of your opener, anything going on with your door. If you want an upgrade, you name it, they can take care of it all for you. And they service Colorado Springs to Fort Collins. 719-399-1089. Do the job right the first time is not just a saying. It's the founding principle of Pops Garage Door. Pops understands the importance of a seamless experience when it comes to repairing your garage door. And that is why they are committed to excellence with a quality of service you can only get from family. As a family-owned business, Pops' team of expert technicians will treat you with that same care and respect they give to their family. 
They will service your garage door right the first time with no pressure to upsell or too good to be true deals. Pops Garage Door doesn't just do customer service. They do family service, providing a free inspection and estimate to ensure your garage door is fixed the first time out. And with over 275-star Google reviews, you can be confident Pops will treat you well. Let Pops Garage Door do the job right the first time for you by going to klzradio.com slash garage. That's klzradio.com slash garage. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, as a reminder, don't have a lot of time left today. I was going to talk more about this, but I may do this a little bit more next week. Colorado, we are number three as far as an economy goes. We're also in the top ten for the most identity theft and scams. Folks, that's not good. So just a few things. Again, I could spend an hour on this, and I probably should. Do not fall victim to anything. Number one, be very careful who you answer to on the phone and or in an email or a text message. Typically, if your bank is trying to get a hold of you over anything at all, they will typically send you some sort of a letter in the mail, some sort of a notification, and or they may call you, although typically if it's not somebody you're dealing with on a regular basis and you don't have a relationship with them, most of the time not even calling. Now, if you've got a relationship with the bank, in my case, I've got a particular bank I have dealt with now for a very long time, and I know everybody there, and they will occasionally call and check up on me, and I know their voice, I know who they are, and if they need anything, I can just call them back and or I go in and see them in person, and away we go. Now, I would also tell you that if you get something from a bank, your bank, and you're wondering, what do I need to do here? Go in and see them. Don't call. Don't email. Don't text. Walk in. You can even print out whatever it is you received and say, I got this from you. Is this real? They will then help you out as a customer and tell you exactly what's going on and or, no, hey, this is a scam. Glad you brought it in. And for, also, they would want to see that. Like They, like their fraud departments, like to see those things so they can do as much as they possibly can to stop them. Now, w- there are so many scams going on. I mean, everything—I I get these things all the time, by the way. Crypto scams, tax scams, you know, let me help your business do such and such. I had three text messages today that I know for a fact were scams. You know, you, you're—, you're, you're your shipment from USPS could not be delivered. Contact us soon for delivery, blah, 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 blah. I got two of those today. Now, what I do when I order something is I know pretty much when it's coming, what's going on, where it's coming from, when, when it should arrive, etc. And those are just scams. They're trying to get information from you. Do not respond. Just delete. Apple gives you a really nice thing now to where if you get a spam text message, you can actually report it as junk, and they'll start blocking those. 
So use those things to your advantage and just don't answer anything. If you didn't reach out, don't answer. If it's super important, they'll send something to you certified. Then you know it's really important. The IRS, the Social Security Department, the banks, most of them are not calling you on the phone. Uh, it's IRS and Social Security for sure are not calling you. So just disregard all of that. Golden Eagle Financial, speaking of finances, and if you've got any questions on this, you can always call Al Smith. He is our financial guru, uh, our planner, my planner as well. So anything you need, give Al a call today, 303-744-1128. You've been saving diligently for years without the help of an advisor like Golden Eagle Financial. So why should you start now? Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that when your nest egg is small, you can get by with an automated service or app. But as your savings grow, you need a trusted personal advisor like Al to help you navigate difficult market conditions. Golden Eagle Financial Plans can make up to 20% more than automated services on average, meaning you'll create more income when you need it. Al Smith's 30 years of experience has taught him how to keenly watch the market, and it tells him when it's smart to make a move based on your risk tolerance. You need Golden Eagle Financial to make objective calls on your assets and protect your nest egg in the smartest, most thoughtful way. Don't take your retirement plans into your own hands. Trust the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial and protect your future by going to klzradio.com slash money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, folks, that's it for today. Tomorrow, Andy's movies will be, let me get them up here really fast. They're going to be Equalizer 3 and Retribution, and then Hour 2 is Memorable TV theme songs. Have a great night, folks. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.